0: Here's a continuation of yesterday's Here's a Thought. I'll title The Future of Books, Part 2. So yesterday I was talking about the problem of books as a commercial entity and how complicating that makes the production of a book and how that's likely to affect the long-term future of books. But there's another aspect of this that I think is got me a little worried, and that's the creative aspects of a book. And by that, I mean this, a lot of people think producing a book is an act of creativity, that somehow a book is an artistic statement. But as I mentioned yesterday, it's not, it's a commercial statement. So why do a book? Well, primarily the main function of books from a creative point of view are either a collection of a photographer's work, sort of a catalog of their best efforts, Or it's a large project that requires a large number of photographs and maybe some lengthy text to really get across the message. It's this second category that has me worried because it seems to be so in contrast to culture today, to society today. We live in the quick cut, the swipe left, the swipe left, the swipe left. People don't want to spend time, a lengthy amount of time, looking at a book. I'm often amused when people are doing critical reviews of movies, and they'll say, oh my goodness, this movie is four hours long, and it's so long and hard to sit through, and et cetera, et cetera. And I think, okay, yeah, but how long does it take to read a classic novel? How many hours for not just War and Peace and the Great Big Tomes, but how many hours does it take to read even just a modern detective novel? It takes you probably more than four hours. And that may tell us something about why books of all kinds are more difficult to sell and to have as a primary consumer methodology today than they were 50 or 100 years ago. The 90-minute movie, the 60-minute television broadcast, the half-hour sitcom, that's trained us to want to consume our entertainment relatively quickly. So what does that say, then, when someone is going to sit down with a 150-page book of photographs and try to absorb all of that? It takes such a long time, which is why I don't think most people do that, at least As I've been asking people about this over the last several years, most photographers I know don't sit down and consume an entire photography book in one sitting because it's too much. It's too difficult. So you'll look at, what, a dozen or maybe even two dozen images, and then you have to put the book down and go away. At some point in time, you get viewer fatigue, and your brain gets overwhelmed by what you're seeing. And so you have to take a break. Well, how does that fit with the rest of culture these days? When life happens so fast, when entertainment comes at us relentlessly, what does that mean for the future of a photography book that has 150 fine art photographs in it and maybe some text and maybe some content that's worth spending a little more time with? That also gets me worrying about the future of books. It's not all bleak, but I don't think it's all rosy either. And as a confirmed long-term book lover, that has me worried. But it also has me extremely grateful. Every time I see a new book or purchase a new book or am occasionally given a gift of a new photography book, when I see one that's exceedingly well done, it just makes my heart sing with joy because I know it's bucking the trends and bucking the zeitgeist, but somebody out there, some photographer, some publisher, still shares that passion for a fine art photography book, and I'm grateful for every opportunity I have to spend some time with a beautifully printed, beautifully conceived, beautifully photographed new book. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing.